Welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast for female coaches who are ready to focus on their expertise and scale their business while their systems do the rest. I'm your host, Rebecca Marioki, a systems and automations expert with a knack for anything on a spreadsheet, a mom of three beautiful kids, including twins, a wife and a business owner. For years, I wanted to be in control of my income and wealth while making impact, but I struggled to see how I could do this while working my hectic corporate job. I dabbled into the online business world, but soon realized that the overwhelm of wearing all the hats in my business meant that I couldn't run things the way I had always done. And that's why I started this podcast, to show you the possibilities of where you could take your coaching business with the right systems in place to better manage your tasks, teams, clients, you name it. Tune in every week for actionable steps to help you go from busy solopreneur to boss CEO so you can scale your business with ease, stay in your zone of genius and have the time to do the things that light you up. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 32 of the Solo to CEO podcast. So today I want to talk about how to use your project management tool or system to plan out your entire year. Now you're probably thinking, hmm, well, I love using my paper. I love using my sticky notes and I actually love doing that too. But eventually you want to put your plan in a place that is easy for you to access throughout the year. And I can't think of a better way to do that other than using your project management platform. For me, our project management platform of choice is Asana. For you, it could be ClickUp, Trello, Monday. There are so many other choices. Today, I'm not really focused on which platform you use, but how to actually use your platform as a really strong tool to help you plan out and keep accountable to the things that you want to achieve in the upcoming year. So before we even go and, you know, create a project or start putting our project plan or our annual plan together in our project management platform, I want you to think of the process that I am going to share with you, which is actually aligned to my 4A systemization and automation process. This is what I use to take my clients through in our VIP days. So definitely be all ears and take down notes. And you can also listen to it again as you are thinking about what you want to do in the next year. So the first thing you want to do is always start with an audit and assessment of the year that has just passed. And I can't emphasize the importance of this because I know that sometimes we might be thinking of it in the background but we don't always take a step back and literally set aside time to just review, audit and assess what has happened in our businesses. And by this, I mean literally schedule in, even if it's just an hour this week or next week before the end of the year, to just think about what happened, what went well, what did you plan for that didn't happen, what didn't you plan for that actually happened, and take time to celebrate those wins because as business owners, 
And I know this is more prevalent in some personalities than others. It's very easy for us to just be in the motions. You know, we achieve something and then we're like, okay, what's next? And then we're not really enjoying the journey because this is supposed to be a journey that you're enjoying because you'll realize that once you hit a specific goal that you're targeting, hitting that goal is not really what brings you fulfillment But when you look back, it's really the journey that took you to there. So please do not wait, um, first of all, until you hit goals to celebrate. Celebrate all your milestones and really take some time to reflect and think of how you can use whatever happened or didn't happen, whatever you achieved or didn't achieve to channel your energy towards what you want to achieve in the following year. So the first step is audit and assess. And then we are going to look at what we can automate in our business, because I believe that planning for your business is as much of a business strategy game as it is an operations game. Like you can't run a business effectively without thinking about your operations and your strategy at the same time. And a lot of times people will lean towards the strategy because that's what everyone else is doing, right? Everyone is talking about the latest marketing strategy, the latest marketing tactics, what they want to do to, you know, grow the top line of their business. And, you know, forgetting the fact that your business is also very, very much hinged on how it actually looks like in the back end um, in terms of how you can actually scale it and how sustainable is the growth that you actually want to achieve. So think about what can we get rid of in terms of the tech platforms that maybe you have, the systems you have, and what can we optimize? So you might have signed up for a few tech platforms this year, a few applications, but maybe you're not using them to the best of their capabilities. Maybe you know that there's something that you were to change in terms of the settings, or there's some features and functionalities that you haven't got to using because you're not really sure how to do that. Write that down when you are doing this review so that going forward, when you are setting aside time to work on your business, you have those things in mind in the new year and you know exactly what are the areas in your operations, in your backend systems that you need to, you know, get your head in and get to working almost like a runway so that you can create this momentum so that when your plane, your business takes off, it's taking off a runway that is smooth and will make the journey of scaling your business so much more enjoyable and sustainable. And then step three is to think of a sign. So when I say a sign, this is part of my 4A method. So you can think of the word delegate, but I use a sign because I wanted to create my own proprietary method in how I help my clients systemize and automate their businesses and how I want to help you do the same. So the third step in this proprietary method that I came up with is assign or delegate. So think of what can we outsource next year? And you'll obviously have to do a task audit to do this, but you might have an idea of where are the pain points when it comes to running your business. For me, I know where my pain point is. It is definitely on caption creation and also just having to be on social media 
for so much longer than I want to be because honestly, I would love to have a business that allows me to be on social media for maximum half an hour a day to one hour a day. And if I don't want to be on social media, I don't have to be. So for me, those are the two areas that I'm really looking at keenly to see how can I get support in a way that I can sustain given the current revenues that I have in my business. And maybe you already have an outsourcing list. If you watched my dream team training, which definitely check it out in the show notes, you will have heard me talking about how it's so important to have an outsourcing list even before you are ready to hire. Then look at whether it's still relevant, right? Because you want to outsource things that are you know, going to give you a return on your investment and are going to free up your time to do those needle moving money making activities in your business. So always look at whether your outsourcing list still remains relevant in the context of where your business is at and whether you need to review that going forward. I'm popping in here quickly because you're going to love this new free resource I just created for you. Introducing my brand new revamped Find Your CEO Personality Quiz. Are you trying to figure out how to possibly handle one more thing on your plate while you're juggling so many other things already? You're wondering how to create capacity to serve more clients, but your running list of things to do in your business just never gets shorter. Never mind those 12-hour working days that you thought would be past you by now. Don't ask me how I know. In less than two minutes, you'll get to discover your CEO personality and find out your next best move based on your quiz results to get off the busy work and onto the real CEO tasks that we both know you need to get back to scaling your revenue and serving more clients while having that much needed time off your business. Head over to rebeccak.co forward slash quiz. I will also have the link in the show notes to get your customized CEO plan right away. Then the fourth and final step of my 4A method, which we're using in the context of planning out our year, is now aligning. So you've thought of what went well in your business. You've thought of what you want to get optimized in terms of your tech platforms and systems. You've thought of who you want to bring on to your team. Now we're going to think of, okay, how can we align everything that we have kind of brainstormed because... Your ideas remain ideas until they become solid, concrete plans. So now we want to think of, okay, how can we set up a plan practically to make this happen in our business, right? And for me, how I do that is I think of my business in terms of one to two goals I really want to achieve. I would definitely recommend that at least one of those goals is a revenue related goal and then the other goal might be something else and it it will depend and it will evolve depending on where you are in your business journey for some of the people who are in the earlier stages of their business revenue and visibility is definitely something that is top priority and then for the more seasoned business owners who are already enjoying consistent revenue for them things like growing their team making huge impacts through maybe strategic collaborations and so on and so forth might be their priorities. So think of the goals you want to achieve in the context of where you are in your business. 
And then once you've thought of those goals, like really one to two at most is more than enough because you don't want your mind to be running all over the place in the new year. You want to really dig down and be focused on those one to two things that you feel you can achieve in the coming year. Then think of what are the three priorities you can come up with that are aligned to those goals. So goals, I feel, are very, I don't want to say the word fuzzy, but to be honest, I feel they are a bit fuzzy because I don't feel like you can actually go and achieve a goal. You have to have practical action steps that are going to help you achieve that goal. And that's where the top three priorities I'm talking about come in. So what are these three action steps you can really focus on that are going to help you achieve those goals? So maybe it is doing a few big launches in your business. Maybe it is really getting very clear on who you want to hire next in your team and really strengthening your core team, whatever that is. These three priorities need to be action-based. So there needs to be action words in these three priorities. So for example, one of your priorities would be to have a live launch in January or in Q2 of 2022. That's just an example, right? There are action words there which specify exactly what you are going to do to achieve those big goals that you have for your business. And the other thing I would say is make sure that your three priorities are spread between operations and strategic related activities because I kind of feel like operations and strategy are are the yin and the yang of a business that really works and that really is going to set you up for long-term sustainable growth. Um, For me, I believe in playing the long game as opposed to just thinking of, you know, what you want to achieve in the now and here. And then, like I said, make sure that your top three priorities are practical. And how I make this even more practical is I dissect it into four. So I'll look at it in four quarters and then ask myself, okay, what do I want to focus on in Q1, in Q2, in Q3, and in Q4? So if I'm looking at three priorities every quarter, that's already 12 different action steps that I can play around with. Personally, I don't like to plan out all my quarters at once. I like just focusing on the quarter that is here because business changes so, so much. And definitely tune in to the next episode where I will be doing a special podcast reflecting on some of the things that happened in my business, some of the key decisions I had to make, some of the things that didn't work out as planned and really will help you understand why I prefer just working in quarters with those two big goals in mind um, will really give you that leeway to like, you know, have that flexibility to work around if you need to pivot or if you need to change direction. And then lastly, make sure that you are taking note of what key performance indicators you can use as a measure of how far or how close you are to achieving your goals, right? So let's go back to the example of the revenue goal. You might have a revenue goal. Let's say your revenue goal is $100,000 in 2022. What key performance indicators are we going to use to assess how far or close we are to that? 
A good example would be how many warm leads you have at any given time in your business. Another example could be what's your conversion rate? Um, is it increasing? Is it decreasing? You know, another example could be what's the rate at which your email subscription rate is going up because that could have an indication of how many people you're likely to convert into clients. And this is going to be different for each business depending on what your goals are. So the examples I just gave are related to a revenue goal. If you have a goal to expand your team, you're going to have different KPIs, right? Like, you know, what's your retention rate? How much time have you saved? How much time are you working? You know, what are your stress levels? Maybe more feel factors as opposed to hardcore numbers and statistics. And then lastly, this is now when you put everything that you have noted down into your project management platform and project management system. So make sure you go through these motions before you jump into Asana or ClickUp. It's so important so that what you're putting in your project management system is really a function of everything you've brainstormed before, right? You're not doing the brainstorming and the typing out of, you know, your goal plan for the year at the same time. So you can really just make this easy. You don't have to complicate this. Literally just create a new project or a new space, depending on which platform you use, and then create organized lists and make sure you have your goals. What are those one to two goals? Your top three priorities for the next quarter. I mean, if you want to plan out your priorities for the entire year, that's really up to you. Do what works for you. And then have a list that has the KPIs that you're going to be following up with, the key ideas that you have brainstormed. It's so, so important to have your ideas somewhere. I cannot count the number of times I have forgotten some of the ideas that I have come up with because I have not typed them out in a searchable sort of digital application or digital platform. So have a space to put down your ideas. And whenever you come up with any ideas during the planning process, or even after the planning process, put them down there as sort of a parking lot so that when you work on your quarter two plans, you can look back at your ideas and see if there's anything that can spark some inspiration as you move and forge ahead in the year. And then also have a list that houses all your reflections, the things that you feel are working, the things that you feel are not working, because this is kind of also like a journaling process where you want to also have those in mind as you continue working through the year, um, because it's so easy to just move on, like I said earlier on, and, you know, forget everything that has happened in the past, which is important, but it's also important to reflect because I believe that everything that happens in our business, there is something we can learn out of it. And there is something we can extract out of that to be even better going forward. So lastly, I do have a planning template. It's part of my business dashboard toolkit. I'm going to drop a link to it below. It retails at $27.00. It is, I mean, it is so, so, so affordable, really. I know that every one of you can snag this at a really convenient sort of space for you because it has 10 templates that are already ready for you to run with and you can literally just 
upload them into your project management system. And one of those templates is my annual planning template. I also have a monthly planning and a weekly planning template in there. So you can literally just use those, run with them and not have to create these from scratch and have your annual plan in there ready to go on the first day of the year. So let me know if you have any questions. Let me know what you are most excited about in the year 2022. And I will see you in the next episode. Hi, before you leave, I want to give you an exclusive invite into my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO community for female coaches, where I go live weekly to give you my tips, tactics, and strategies to help you unlock your next level business with the power of profitable systems and automations. If you like what you hear on the podcast, I go in there even deeper in the community to help you scale your business faster and get even more clients with systems that are designed to scale your business. Sounds like something you need? Jump in by clicking rebeccak.co forward slash community in your browser or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to connect and welcome you in there. In the meanwhile, do share my podcast with your fellow business besties and tag me in your Insta stories while you're at it at this is Rebecca K. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.